Welcome to another episode of Millennials in Ministry. I'm your host, Erin Lashley, and I'm with Lindsay, also known as The Faith Feast. And today I'm excited to talk to her about her, her blog, her journey on becoming an attorney, and just chat with her. She's a lot of wisdom on life. And Lindsay, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you for being with us. Oh my gosh, it's truly my pleasure. So I'm really excited to see what you have to ask me. I'm so <laughs> First, I want to ask you a little bit about you. I'm curious, you know, like, what's your story growing up, your family? You know, did you always grow up in a Christian home? Like, what what's your background? Okay, so I um, was raised in a Christian home. My mom's grandfather was actually a pastor. Um, both of my parents grew up in deep south Mississippi. So, like, church is what we do. Um, so I'm an army brat though. So church for us looked a little bit different because we popped around to a bunch of different churches as we moved around the country. Um, but I mean, we, our home always stayed the same. Like even when I was yeah. like, not really saved, my mom would say, Lindsay, are you saved? And I'd be like, almost girl, almost. I'm gonna <laughs> I knew I was like, at some point I'm gonna have to come around because I know what, what truth is. So yeah, um, mom and dad both from Mississippi. My sister, I have an older sister. She's three and a half years older than I am. She lives out in California. Um, she's married yeah. to an incredible brother-in-law who I love and adore. He's the best. Um, yeah, my dad was in the military, moved around a lot. We settled down in Georgia and I got, I guess you asked about my Christian background. Um, I got saved, I guess, like the first time at 13 and then I went to college and, you know. Got you. <laughs> Did the college thing. I'll let you after graduation. And then um, when I got up to Chicago was when I really felt like I gave my, my life to Christ, like for real, for real. Yeah. That's really cool. I follow your sister and your brother-in-law on Instagram, by the way. I absolutely love both of them. They're great. <laughs> Honestly, I was just on the phone with both of them. They weren't even talking. Were you? Why am I on the phone with you? But also, it was like, <laughs> they're good people. That sounds like what my sister does. And for the audience, uh, for, just so you know, I know Lindsay because of my sister, because when they lived in Chicago, Erica and Stefan went to Soul City Church, and she told me I had to meet Lindsay. I had to meet you. I had to meet you because of all the wonderful things that you're doing online. Um, and you recently became an attorney. At the time, you were on your journey to becoming one, which we'll get into that in yeah. a little bit. Um, but I'm so excited to be talking to you and thankful for my sister to uh, connecting us. But Thank that's really cool. About you. She was like, really? Yeah, she's like, you have to meet my sister. You're going to love her. And I was like, well, duh. Like, I love you. Of course I love you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is too much. Goodness, all in one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I absolutely love meeting you. So, Lindsay, tell me about the Faith Feast blog. Like, what inspired that? Why do you call it the Faith Feast? How did, like, what is that about? Tell, tell me. How much time do we have? Okay, so <laughs> I was up here. Um, I moved up here in May of 2015 to start law school. I was also dating a young man at the time that I was very serious with. Um, we broke up when I got up here. He already lived up here. We broke up, and that was obviously unbelievably challenging. Like, I mean, yeah. it was rough um, those first couple months. But when I got home after, because we broke up right after my finals, I get home, and I'm all like, Mom. Yeah, like, everything's falling apart. My mom's like, get a grip. My dad's like, it kind of is falling apart, so let's try to, <laughs> you know. So my mom and I actually were watching War Room with Priscilla Shire, and I really sat down, and I was like, all right, God, I've dated your way, or I've dated my way. I've dated the world's way. I've dated all different types of way, and I just feel like I've reached the end of my rope. Like, I'm not right. Like, the things that mm -hmm. he had a problem with were right. You know what I mean? Like, there were just yeah. there were a lot of stuff coming up in me where I was like, I'm a like a legit mess, not like I'm mm -hmm. broke, 
Jesus mess. I was a mess. And I was reading my Bible one day, which was the first time I'd ever really read it ever. Like, and I was reading and I said out loud, I was like, oh man, I just love to feast on your word. And I didn't think Mm -hmm. anything of it. I wrote it down in my journal and I just like kept going. Um, I get to get back to school um, and I have more time on my hands because I'm single now. So I'm baking like I always do when I'm cooking. And I'm like, I'm really hearing God speak to me while I'm cooking. And I'm like, this is so odd. Like the words are coming through like crystal clear. And I'm like, there's something something about me in the kitchen that God is trying to like connect with me. And I'm guessing it's the one I'm slowing down. Like, where I'm, like, mm-hmm. focused and still and present. Because, you know, you got to do some stuff. You know, I'm a Southern cook. You know what I'm saying? You got to be one food. Right. So I started to um, write up, like, little emails about what God would say and relate it to food. And I would send it to some of my friends. And they were like, you need to start a blog. You need to start a blog. And I was like, ah. And I was like, what would mm-hmm. I call it? And the Lord was like, it's a feast. And I was like, mm-hmm. not my idea. I'm not that creative. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So from that point on, I kind of went on my mission to write about food and faith. And it has since evolved to where, like, I've kind of, I'm not even really sure what the food aspect of it is, to be perfectly honest with you right now. Like, I don't really have time to cook the way I did then. So it's a little bit more yeah. of like transitional cooking. Like, oh, I have to leave. Here's a hot dog like I had today. Um, <laughs> but it has become this incredible community. Um, and I feel like it's exactly what I need. And it's yeah. fun. other people need it too. It's just a space where you kind of get to just like, hey, Jasmine, <laughs> it's a space where you just get to like be yourself and kind of rest mm-hmm. with stuff because I just started reading the Bible. So people are like, how long have you been saved? I'm like, like four minutes, like literally <laughs> anything. But I'm trying. Yeah. I, I hope that that translates that I'm genuinely trying. I'm seeking God out um, as best as I can. And it's a feast every time. So that's kind of, I hope that yeah. that's the faith feast. Yeah, no, no, that's really good. And that's really interesting. Like, that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you too. Um, myself included, I'm also a single woman, you know, want to be married. I'm not in that yeah. yet. But I want to ask you, um, what do you feel like you've learned from then until now, you know, like some things, um, in your journey of being a godly single woman, some words of advice. Purity is everything. Purity mm. is every purity is good for your sanity. It's good for your health. Yeah. It's good for your joy. It's good for your peace. Like when you're when you're not practicing abstinence or even just like guarding your boundaries, like what on whatever spectrum it is, like yeah. you're 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 mucking up your discernment. And I I say that from experience, like, please, God, don't let my mom hear this. But it's like, you can't you don't think the same. And I learned this in college when I, studied, um, when I studied that kind of stuff. I actually studied, like, human sexuality. But what happens yeah. to your brain when you experience these types of things? Like, you bond yeah. with people, people you weren't meant to bond with. Like, the concept of yeah. is not just spiritual. It's biological. And I know that that's a hard thing for us to hear because it's 2018 and everybody trying to get it in and live their best lives. That is not your best life, friend. That's not your best life, I promise you. Like, Mm -hmm. that was like one of the best, hardest, but best decisions I ever made just to say like this, who I am in this capacity is completely sacred and holy and it's it's God's territory. And I feel Mm -hmm. like, even though I've had some challenges and I haven't made all the best dating decisions, I feel like since then I've at least been able to recover quicker I've been able to like, yeah. cast it faster or at least see like, oh yeah, I should have caught that rather than like that mental, if you've been in my shoes before, you know, that mental breakdown that your brain melts and you're like, but I love yeah. him. I don't love him, girl. <laughs> don't love him. Your brain lies. You. you think you do, but you, you don't. 
phone and he don't because like <laughs> if he he would honor you anyways um mm -hmm. another thing i would say i've learned is like there's this book called love and respect and i read that and it talks about like um how like women need love, men need respect, and what what men consider as uh, like disrespect. And I was like, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> like, I said I'm very disrespectful to men, and I didn't think that. Like I'm like I'm so. In what ways? Oh, you know, just a little bit of a tone thing, or like a I mean, for you, like I grew up in a household where they were like, you can do anything, and I can, but just because I can doesn't mean I should. And I had to mm. learn that the hard way, that there's a time to just like, and I watched my sister do it amazingly well with her husband. And I used to be like, do you just do it? And she'd be like, it's not, it's not my time to do it. You know, mm. I have to let him process this and work through that. So I learned a lot about yeah. um, how I treat people, honestly. Um, what else have I learned? That if Jesus ain't in it, bounce, bounce. Yeah. What else have I learned? I don't know. I think that's probably, I mean, I've learned more, but that's yeah. Right now, yeah, yeah, no, that's really good. I was thinking about that the other day with my friend uh, Jordan. I went to an event with her, and we were talking about purity as well. And I said it's so interesting, like when you're single and you're, you know, you're trying to live pure. Um, there's, it's so funny how you have to set up those boundaries, those, oh. you know, set those things to watch what's coming in and what you're listening to and what you watch and what you hear. But I told her, and tell me what you think about this. But it's so interesting, like. I hear a lot of people say that about their single years, but why is it that the flip turns off like once you're married? Like, why do I not have to then watch what I hear, see, listen to when I'm married? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a really good question. I feel like because maybe it's from the perspective of like, because I know I, I'm careful with that. Like, if it's something yeah. is like a highly sexual show, that's my cue yeah. because I'm not doing nothing. Like, this is yeah. <laughs> But I think that maybe when you're married, you can actually act on those things. So like your yeah. your triggers don't don't lead you. Maybe I don't know. Maybe necessarily. Sure. Like, and like I'm right. not sure, but I do think that you have to guard yeah. your gates. And like one thing I always tell people is like you have to decide before you're in a situation that how you're gonna yeah. be. I think Brene Brown yeah. having your value set like prior to yeah. because like yeah. if, if you're kind of like yeah, Liz, I hear you. I'm gonna try it, and then he's fine, and he's coming over. <laughs> game over. I don't let people over you cannot come to my house because <laughs> and neither can you meet me around the corner we're gonna grab a coca-cola and live our best lives like we're not doing that. <laughs> honest with yourself like there are certain mm -hmm. times where i've been like you know what i absolutely can't handle it and i was right and there are other times where i'm like i can handle it no no you gotta go, <laughs> you gotta go. i'm not being afraid of saying like you gotta go because there was definitely a season when i was more so in that like i'm not really sure what i, I think i'm gonna try it and i didn't have those clear solid boundaries of this is where i draw the line and i wasn't able to to stick with it you know so yeah yeah no that's really good lens i don't know where this came from because my mom thought <laughs> she gonna be mad <laughs> no Lindsay, like Becoming an attorney has been a huge part of your journey, too. And um, I want to know, have you always wanted to be one? When did that desire start for you? And why did you why did you decide that that's what you wanted to do? Well, I'm not sure I've reached the, the point where it's what I want to do. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, let's see. I was working for the Heart Association um, doing fundraising. I don't know if you've ever heard of Jump Rope for Heart. It's like a... Uh -oh. It's a fundraiser for kids in schools, and you just teach them how to be healthy. It was amazing. But I wanted to do mm -hmm. something a little bit more advocacy-driven. 
So I was kind of talking with my dad and he was like, I mean, you could do public policy or you could just go to law school. And then I kind of had like an L, L Woods, whatever moment, like what? Like it's hard. It is hard. Yeah. Um, but I, was like, <laughs> I like took an LSAT class and then I like passed it and I wanted to move up here anyways. Like yeah. I said, I was dating that guy. I'd always left Chicago and I was like, I want to come. Yeah. And I only got into schools up here, four schools, three of them offered me $90,000 worth of scholarships each whoa like, okay and I was like at this point I was moving towards God so I was like yeah this is you like I think this is you and I'm just gonna roll with it but anyways yeah I'll go with um the idea of doing some type of nonprofit law some type of advocacy work and I started and I was like oh no 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 this <laughs> it's too heavy like I'm a sensitive person I cry a lot. I watch rom-coms every single night. I cannot, and I was, I will do that. Okay, pause. I, I now know why you are my sister's friend. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> mm -mm. I'm like, I feel stuff so deeply. Like, I'm making a joke out of it, but, like, in all seriousness, like, working mm -hmm. and working with people who can't get the the medicines they need for their kid because the system is mm -hmm. bogged like I was going home so heavy and I was just like lord we gonna have to find another way for me to yeah. do this because my heart can't take it and then I got all discouraged in the middle of law school and I was like well then why am I here what am I gonna do and I would mm -hmm. pray God prayed so hard Jesus let me quit and he'd be like nope mm -hmm. I heard that no mm -hmm. clear that was like that yeah. example, and no you know what I mean it was like a boom <laughs> I'll ride it out. I was like, I'm not even going to study. I didn't study for a little while. My mom got really mad. <laughs> it's like, made it out all right. Um, and then I finally figured out that I was. I noticed I was super into my dad's small business and my sister's small business. And I had this like weird mm. obsession with startups. And I was like, oh, yeah. is, hi, love. Hi, passion. I've been looking for you. So <laughs> I fell in love with the startup life. And I now work at a small firm. I'm a law clerk there. So we're praying that I would get a promotion to be an associate attorney soon. And I That's absolutely awesome. work. Yeah, yeah, I love it. But the journey, I didn't really get into that. That was just a lot. Yeah. What do you feel like it taught you? Oh, that whole process. Perseverance. Like it taught mm -hmm. me perseverance. It taught me how to trust God. There were times like I, we had to do these things called oral arguments where you like stand up in front of like three, like low key pretend judges, but maybe not pretend. I don't remember. And like speak mm -hmm. and like basically like argue like you're in court. And I do not want to do yeah. that. And the Lord led me to a scripture. It was like, it was in the, um, it was in, I think it was in acts where Peter, Peter starts speaking and they were like astonished by him because they're like this common man speaking so well I practiced twice for that thing my peers practiced 12 times I got up there I start talking I finish I'm looking at my professor and she goes you are exponentially better than you were in practice and I, it was God like it was really God like he was trying to tell me if like I'm gonna have to drag you through this but we gonna do yeah. it so I yeah. <laughs> like girl there were finals I took where I was like, just let it be so, Jesus, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> and he just took care of me. Like, he took care of me every single way. Like, my bar prep class paid for it. Like, all sorts wow. of things. There was just, my professors loved me. I wasn't even paying attention. Wow. They loved, like, it was just favor. So I learned that the favor of the Lord is real. I learned how to persevere. Mm -hmm. um what else did I learn um that sometimes you just have to do what you don't want to do to get where you need to go even if you don't know where yeah. you like you just need to stop yeah. up stop complaining and do it mm. oh I gotta call my mom and say sorry for you know <laughs> not listening to her. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
And the taught me to see things from a lot of different perspectives because that's part of what we do. My job is to to hear what you're saying and, and hear what you're not saying all the time, mm -hmm. um, which can be dating mm -hmm. a little bit challenging because I'm always like, ooh, mm, you left out part of that story and now I know it because I'm all intuitive, you know? And also maybe yeah. it's not No, I'm just judging. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that, that really taught me a lot about seeing different and it made me a more open-minded person because I could see things from a different perspective of like, oh, that's why you think that way. Because we read yeah. opinions and then we read the dissent. So we read like what, right. what, said what they liked and what they said they didn't like so hmm. yeah wow so what's the future look like for you like what do you think that you like what what is your like your ultimate big dream heart goal 10 oh. years from now 10 a big dream heart goal 10 years from now and it could be like attorney related or just like faith feast related i don't know what's in your heart well it's funny you say that because i would imagine it would be both that I would um, be an attorney working with small businesses and really just helping them grow and protecting them. Cause a lot of times, like even just, I've been at my job a month and I'm like, you didn't do that before you hired them. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm smart. Like, ah! I want to protect people from themselves. Like I'm here to mm -hmm. help. You know, I love that part of my job that I'm just like, I can help you avoid really big problems. And for the faith feast, I hope it grow. Like I'm trying to grow, the community which requires me to move out of the way uh-huh i'm not a control freak i'm not type a at all you know it's like not not, not, it. No, not at all i actually had someone walk up to me recently and be like so you're a little type a and i was like i don't even know you like how can you <laughs> anyway so i imagine that um i will have like a team of incredible women that are pouring in to the women that have joined me on this journey, because I think that my voice is valuable, but I think yeah. so is everyone else's. And yeah. I've got a lot to say, but so do other people. And I don't ever want to limit what other people can receive. You know, like, mm -hmm. like the um, Samantha who just joined me, she's in Reno. She's a newlywed. Like, she's mm -hmm. completely different than I am. I was like, you're perfect. Yeah. You're absolutely perfect because you're going to bring a completely different perspective. So. My mm -hmm. hope is that we'll continue to do different events, maybe partner with Aaron and Erica. I'm just saying. Hello. You know, we're doing it, girl. I mean, my goals, you know? Yes. Yes. So I'm hoping. All that, about it. Yeah, that we expand in that capacity. And then eventually I'd like to roll out with some, like, helpful tools um, just to, because I know people ask me a lot of questions like, well, how did you study the Bible when you didn't know it? And now I'm trying to, like, backtrack and create things like that to help people because yeah. it is overwhelming at times. Like it was for me. Sure. Like I was yeah. like, how am I in law school, but don't understand this. Like <laughs> be smart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't right. this right. So that, yeah. like, I don't know what that looks like, but I, every day I surrender the faith he's back to God every yeah. day. Cause I grab it every night and I'm like, this is mine. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> You <laughs> have no fun, Lord. <laughs> Speaking of them, I got to say hi to Fabi, Erica, my mom's aunt, all these other people, Elizabeth. Thank oh, you guys for joining us and saying hi and, and laughing with me with Lindsay because she's so – girl, you're funny. You could have your own talk show one day. I, I totally could see that. If you met my mom, you would understand so much about me. <laughs> I feel the same way about my mom. One day you're going to meet my mom too. <laughs> I met your mom and I literally think I, I, I love for her, which is so <laughs> I love you. What's your name? Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> the best. Well, 
Lindsay, so this is the last question I always like to ask all of my guests because it's called Millennials in Ministry. And as I'm developing this podcast, I'm realizing that ministry doesn't just mean church. It means whatever you set your hand to do, wherever you are in whatever community you are in. Um, so I always like to ask my guests, you know, what's one piece of advice you would give to other millennials who are wanting to make an impact in their community? It only can be one. Well, you know, if you're struggling, you can say three. <laughs> Uh, be yourself. That's what people always tell me, which is risky. As you can see, you just never know what I'm going to say. I don't really know either till after. <laughs> Gotta be yourself because um, my pastor, Jeannie and Jared, we were actually talking about this Sunday. They were like, if you're not yourself, people can tell. Like people can see right through. And I know everybody has those moments where you're like, I got to be my best self. And like, that's cool. But like, make sure you're still true to you. Right. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. I think it's really tempting to look at other people like Elizabeth, for example, is like a phenomenal speaker. Like, I mean, the woman is just captivating. And I'm like, I want to be a speaker like her. I'm not going to be a speaker like her. Like, I'm silly yeah. and goofy. And like, I'm going to probably forget what I'm supposed to say. But like, that doesn't take away from how I do it. And it doesn't take away from how she does it. Like, let yeah. her preach the house down. Let me do my like comedy special type of thing you know what i'm saying like yeah um let me see if i have one more um oh wait on god oh child let me preach for a second <laughs> as someone who is actively impatient who who thrives on execution and seeing something complete mm -hmm. read my newsletters girl the typos everywhere just wait <laughs> down like wait on God like there's so many ideas that I've had that I'm like I want to start today and God's like but the the ground isn't ready yet you know what I mean like you gotta yeah certain things that I have to deal with in me before I get to talk like notice I don't talk about dating like ever like literally yeah. like don't nobody know what is because it's not something I'm ready to talk about because I haven't mm. really fully processed a lot of my dating experiences some of them traumatic yeah. like that's being honest like some of them yeah. confusing some of them not godly some of them I thought were godly like there are certain things in that capacity I'm not ready to discuss and don't I don't let people press me into that because I've had people be like yeah. you need to talk about this no you need to not tell me what to talk about <laughs> <laughs> how about that how <laughs> no, that oh boy okay sorry but I think you gotta wait on God and you gotta do what God wants you to do like I've written absolutely 100% from myself and Nobody likes it. I write what God writes. I'll be like, I don't know what this is. People are like, Lens, oh, what a word. So you have to stay true to God. You have to stay true to yourself. Yeah. You got to be patient. And yeah, that's it. And eat good food. That's good. Nourish your soul. Yes. With seasoning, seasoning food. All this. Oh my gosh. Okay. Go to Trader Joe's, everyone, and get the onion salt. I don't know what it is about Trader Joe's onion salt, but put it on your. Really? Face. Yes, it's so good to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me in my head. It's so good. So good. I bet you it is good. Trader Joe's is a store. Look here. You know, nothing. You know, we, we root for Trader Joe's. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we yes, do. do. Well, Lindsay, I'm so thankful for your time and being on the show. Um, if people want to stay in touch with you, follow you, support you on your journey, what's the best way to connect with you online? Instagram for sure. I update the blog when I have time, but I'm like always lurking on Instagram. Um, it's at the Faith Feast. Send me a prayer request. My new team, two of us, we would love to pray for you. We would love <laughs> to do anything we can for you. If you have a request or if you're just curious about the tools, the different tools I use to keep my prayer life up, my Bible study up, I'd be happy to share that. But at the Faith Feast is perfect. 
That's awesome. Thanks so much, Lindsay. It was great chatting with you, and I will talk with you very soon. Yes, love you. Bye. Bye.